Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Yeah, I know the meeting's being recorded. I don't I gotta figure out how to change it. But what up, high fivers? Uh this is your boy High Five Tom, but I am not alone at all uh for this podcast. Uh I've got my very good friend here, Mr. Too Slow Will, or you're too slow, Will. Will, how are you this evening? Oh, I'm definitely too slow. But we're we're, we're 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 back. We're back for, for you you if you didn't have enough after Bring them on our TV and the the Cincinnati show. You you get an extra. It's extra left and right. You got extra episodes. You got extra co-hosts. Yeah, and we are not alone. And uh, as referenced a couple weeks ago, Brundon, the third, yes, sir, wheel, not the third wheel, the, the third of the triumphant of Ring of Honor Revelry. How are you, this my friend? Uh, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me on again. Of course, and then yeah, and uh, we are also not alone. Uh, the fourth man of the podcast here, we've got Mr. Eric Freed here. Eric, how are you? I'm well, boys. How are you guys? Fantabulous. So, like we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago, when the four of us were on, we were uh, gonna do a watch along. We had a couple of restarts, uh, so I, I appreciate you guys' patience and everything. So, um, but yeah, we are gonna watch uh, from Supercard of Honor four that went down April third, two thousand nine. Uh, Nigel McGuinness versus Jerry Lynn. Uh, this went down at the J.R. Brown Convention Center in Houston, Texas. Uh, so I'm assuming this is probably where they running shows probably around by WrestleMania, or is that already a thing by then? What date was it again? It was April 3rd. Yeah, it was probably uh, right in the beginning of that. Yeah, because I was wondering, yeah, when did shows start running? Like, when did that become like a whole weekend? Probably... When uh, Mania ran around New York and here, because maybe the first time, I think GCW really was a big uh, proponent of that, like the Janela Spring Break, and then, or even before that, they would have like Evolve and WrestleCon and all that. Yeah, that's crazy. So I was at my first WrestleCon in 2019. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, this is Ring of Honor. Uh, a very fun card. I'll just go over the card real quick. Um, we've got Alex Payne, Andy Ridge, uh, defeated our Ernie Osiris and Ninja Brown. Um, I know, I know, we've seen Andy Ridge. Well, I don't think we've seen Alex Payne yet this year. Right um, leg, Andy Ridge. I think. Yep. So. Yep. Good. The, uh, they're the uh, the uh, dojo uh, guys. Yeah, I was gonna Always say. Um, yeah, he's a Jersey kid, isn't he? Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, all of them, all of them are probably from this area because I know they trained at the uh, ROH school. Yeah, 
Um, the next match, I can't believe I'm fucking saying this, but uh, Bushwhacker Luke and Grizzly Redwood defeated Andy Dalton and Don Juan. Um, we are fans of Grizzly Redwood on this podcast. Uh, next, we had Eric Stevens defeat this uh, in a singles match. Uh, and then a six-man match, we had Incognito, Chris Hero, and Eddie Edwards with Larry Sweeney defeat Jay Briscoe, Kevin Steen, and Magno. Um, Larry Sweeney, always good to have him on the cards. Yeah. Sweet. 12 large. Yeah, sweet and sour, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we got Roddy Strong defeated Katsuko uh, uh, Nakajima, which I was kind of surprised that match only went under 10 minutes. <laughs> um, but, dude, I bet you that was hard-hitting as fuck. Uh, but then a four-corner survival match. We will also be getting a four-corner survival match next week on Ring of Honor TV. Uh, but Claudio Castanoli defeated Blue Demon De- Jr., uh, Brendan's boy Brent Albright, and El Generico. And then Brian Danielson defeated Alex Kozloff. Uh, D'Lo Brown defeated Colt Cabana. Kenta, uh, the current or the, the junior heavyweight champion for um, DDT, uh, with Eddie Edwards defeated Davey Richards. And then uh, Austin Aries and Jimmy Jacobs defeated Necro Butcher and Tyler Black. Um, Age of the fall. Yeah. The fallout. So, you know, and that was probably pretty close because Tyler Black left probably, what, 2010-ish, I think? Something like that, because... Yeah, maybe 11. Yeah, I guess. Latest. Um, yeah, that leads us to our match, though. So, um, boys, whenever uh, you're ready to hit play, you guys just let me know. Ready when you are. I am ready. Well. Let's do it. All right. Three, two, one, hit play. I got to turn this shit down. Well, I thought it was an ad right off the bat. Like, are you kidding me? Running the steps. Oh, we got a little promo here with Cherry Lynn and Nigel. <laughs> well, Cherry Lynn's talking about how he's wasted the past two years of life and Nigel just being a fucking prick. Nigel is an asshole. He, he was. He, he was great. Great as a heel. Bobby Cruz, Tensi, Todd Sinclair. Is that Todd Sinclair? Yeah. yeah Todd, he's, a, Todd, he's a senior official, even back then. <laughs> Looking a he, little thin. He went from real fat to real thin back to real fat. Yeah. Which is it crazy. happens to the best of us. Yeah, been there. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm on the real fat part. I need to get back to the real thin part again one of these days. No, nah, you're killing know. it on that GDP yoga. Yeah. Trying, uh, but yeah, Jerry Lynn's the first one out. Um, do you guys have any fun memories of Jerry Lynn? So, I was a big oh, ACW yeah. guy, so yeah, he just all his matches with RVD, all his matches with Lance Storm, just he was amazing, so underrated. Yeah, you know, he just looks kind of vanilla. You know, it's just like some guy with long blonde hair. It's like, oh, I've never seen this before. But Duke could fucking go, as we're about to see here. So mm-hmm. they got the old school right. black mat here. And this probably was HD net times, I'd imagine. 
How long were they under HD night? I don't think it was very long. It took like two or three years. Yeah. Sure. I yeah. love Nigel though. Like as a, I've I've always liked heel wrestlers. Uh, he he's great. He's great. And will you love his hair? <laughs> his his hair. Is, oh, shouts out to Tony Z. Uh, <laughs> Nigel's hair is stupid. <laughs> when he bends over the, are you guys at the part where he bends over the ring and the guy like sticks his finger? In his head? All right, you Pardon? Are you ahead of us already? I'm at uh, 325. Oh, I'm only at 243. Oh, yeah, shit, me I'll too. Go oh, sorry, I'll go back. I'll go back. Sorry, 240. I'll go at 250. Okay, we're at 250 right now. Okay. I'm at so 250 this, every day. There, this yeah, is, there you go, Eric. This is my, this is my first time watching a Nigel wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> God, he's he's so I, good. I love his face when the. Sorry, uh, who was speaking? I don't remember. Yeah, I I love the part where um, when when the guy pokes him in the ass with his finger, he just turns around and he like grins like you you bastard, you, you cheeky bastard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, well. Um, and Eric, you said you watched this today, right? Yeah, I watched it. Um, actually, not this one today. Uh, I watched the one uh, from just a random episode of um, ROH in 07. It wasn't Supercard of Honor. It was a different match that they had where um, uh, Nigel won that one. Uh, but it was it was the night after they had the tag match where it was um, Jerry Lynn and... Uh, Brian Danielson versus Claudio Castagnoli and um, uh, Nigel. Jesus. But yeah, exactly. I, I'm like, I need to find that match too. And then, will you watch this today? I, I watched this right before we recorded. Like I said I want to get the vibe because I haven't watched anything kind of surrounding this. So I wanted to get whatever story beats and whatnot, uh, the commentary. I was giving out, which I did appreciate. Like we we're talking about, like how many defenses Nigel's had uh, since he's been champion in like such a short time, uh, which is interesting because like our friend Kate recently posted about like Roman Reigns has been WWE champ for however long now, but has only really had like it feels like a it only feels like a, it, it's it equates out to being like one defense a month, but it feels like so much more sparse than that. Plus, hasn't he fought like uh, Kevin Owens, uh, like thirteen of his sixteen title defenses? Roman Reigns. <laughs> well, that's that's the WWE booking, right? You got to face the same guy for three pay per views in a row. Yeah. Yeah, Nigel's taped up because he's got that that torn bicep. Always had that torn bicep. Yeah, uh, I went to one in Hammerstein where he fought Marafuji, and he. Legit probably had to tape his arm on to wrestle that match. A banger, though, too. The, they... the match. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was uh, just going to say the the match uh, that they, they reference here at his match against Kento was probably a, a banger, too. Yeah. 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 I was about to say that same thing. How they. They said he fought like Murafuji and then Kento like two weeks in a row. And then he got to Jerry Lynn. And I was like, there's no 
when they said that, I without knowing the outcome of this match prior to watching it, I was like, there's no way he's beating Jerry Lynn. Like, like, like he has no arm. He's fighting on one arm, basically. Jerry Lynn, uh, this one of the stories that they did for him at this point, it was around the time the Mickey Rourke wrestler movie came out. Right. So Jerry Lynn was like, people were comparing it like, you know, getting his last shot at uh, Glory. Because they, uh, didn't they film a bunch of Ring of Honor, like, crowds for the wrestler, I think? They did, yeah. I can't remember where it was. But, uh, yeah. They, uh, they definitely used, uh, it probably was Hammerstein. I think that last match. Him versus the, uh, the cat. Man. I gotta rewatch that movie. I have it on my DVR to rewatch. So good. Glamorous Tormes, and she's got shirtless for most of the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know either. So. I, I remember if you, I think it was a month or two ago, but I was saying I hated The Wrestler. Like, I hated that movie. But then we started watching this stuff, and I was like, I can see the comparisons to how Mickey Rourke's character was basically. Jerry Lynn, that like 20-year vet still trying to keep it going together, uh, going for a world title. I don't know if he goes for a world title in the wrestler or not, but he's trying to keep his career in like some sort of stability going. So it seems like um, if you're going to like Jerry Lynn, he seems uh, like the everyman blue collar type gimmick has always worked for him sort of thing, where Nigel comes off as this like pompous uh absolutely like uh Jock asshole. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly exactly what such such a night and day from the the Nigel McGuinness that Tom and I see on Ring of Honor TV every week <laughs> yeah yeah it's hard to believe that he went from like just putting on these bangers and just being like that heel where you're you're like I want this guy to lose so bad and get his teeth kicked down his throat to now that he's the um, matchmaker, or whatever in ROH Reverie, you're like, you know, I actually like uh, him as a face. Or, so I don't like like this Nigel. Like I, nobody would mess with this Nigel, but the Nigel we get now is like he's so deflated. Yeah, it's awkward. It's like he, he doesn't he doesn't have the chutzpah, yeah. and maybe it's because he doesn't have the goofy haircut. I, yeah, it's definitely the spikes. It's definitely the spikes. God damn. So, yeah, Nigel's got his arm right over the damn barricade. Oh. As we know, those Ring of Honor barricades are deadly. They're, I forgot they're deadly. They're, 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 they're still second to the Book of Truth, but they're up there. Nothing's as dangerous as the Book of Truth. Somebody, yeah. I think it was Homicide or Punk or one of them, sliced open their hand on the bar- barricade once like they they ran into it and just their hand hit the top of it and le- legit like couldn't wrestle the next night had to get stitches they, they put are- these things next to children <laughs> crazy <laughs> they were uh the first time i went to ring honor they had the barricades up and i remember legit losing feeling in my right thumb from hitting the barricade so much oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the uh, commentary at this time? It was uh, Kevin Kelly and Lenny Leonard, or no? This isn't Kevin Kelly. Is there? 
Oh, I'm not no, sure. No, I, have, not. I have it on I, mute. Uh, it's, I don't think it's, it's not Kevin Kelly. I don't know when, uh, of course, they got to the, the it, Irish. Would it be Prazak at this point, maybe? Gotta look it up. But, uh, yeah, goddamn, but Genneth is really taking a beating on that arm. Jesus. And they said he, he they said he's had issues with both biceps, so he's basically wrestling arms. without arms. But <laughs> and when you're your finishing maneuvers require you to be able to hold somebody or throw a lariat is not a conducive to not conducive having the arm injury. I felt like every time he's threw a lariat, his bicep would explode. Ah, oh, goddamn headbutts! I don't think I know this. I don't like headbutts. No, I didn't realize uh, Sapolsky was a uh, ring announcer at one point. He played yeah. uh, Jimmy Bauer, Chris Lovey. Interesting. He had uh, another dumb name too. He was a he. He screamed too much. Yeah, two thousand. So this match is from what twenty eleven? You said. Oh, oh, nine. Okay, so it would have been Lenny Leonard and Jeff. Gorman. Oh, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Ring of Honor, the classic, you know, the ring announcer is right there and uh right there on the ring by the ring. So nice kick to the back there from Nigel. So oh beautiful snap, man. Oh you know, thinking about it, Jerry Lynn is partly responsible for me getting into the Wizards podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, when him and Whipwreck had their uh, Front Row Material podcast, okay, uh, they ran a contest to make fun of the other guy, Mike Friedland's. Uh, you know, tweet, tweet at us and we'll pick the best one and you'll win something. And I actually won it. I made fun of them for being cheap or something like that yeah and uh the prize was a shining wizards podcast t-shirt when i got the t-shirt i was like oh let me uh let me actually i'll actually check out the podcast (laughs) oh shit really yeah that's awesome (laughs) he kicks out a two and that damn ring of honor that black mattress does not look comfortable I, I like the look of the black mat personally, but it it does have like it's it's just the aesthetic, right? It just looks it looks stiff. It looks like a bunch of boards with a tarp over it. It isn't yeah. looking as like the bounce. It almost looks rubbery. Yeah. Yeah, we should uh yeah, that Kenta match that he had. I think that was on one of those. Oh. oh, that was a great move where he grabs his hair and then he kicks him in the back and down. Insane. Yeah, Tarkin Sinclair looked in felt here, so. Yeah. Oh, Todd Sinclair. Who's your favorite ref in Ring of Honor? Paul Turner. 
I had a I was at an event where a fan got in Austin Aries face and almost went over the bar- barricade and Paul Turner pushed Aries out of the way and just completely got in the face and punked out the fan. <laughs> nice. It was great. He's was the like, fan Matt? <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. It was New York, so nice. Yeah, because uh, this week on uh, that Cincinnati show. Yeah, some kid tried storming the ring at the end. God. Like kid kid. I'm like, he was like a 12, 13 year old. Yeah, like. Can't kick his ass. No. Maybe back in the 70s. So. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're London. Oh, damn. That's nice. That is not what I thought he was going for initially. I thought he was going to do the uh, like reverse DDT into the second turnbuckle. So I was like, oh, shit. There you go, guys. Uh, my move. Love it. Wow. Like you said, so simple and effective. And it just looks so painful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like you like you said, Brandon, my tricep fucking hard just watching that. <laughs> it's like a Boston crab for your arm. Yeah, basically, it's crazy. And it's one of these two, where like depending on how flexible your opponent is and like how far back you can actually like go, right? You can sell it that much more. I'd love to see him put it on somebody like like Matt Seidel or somebody like mm-hmm. Jack Evans. Yeah, Jack Evans will have him touching his own ass. <laughs> That that kind of reminds me of um, in AEW when Miro puts on that uh, uh, camel clutch thing and he pulls all the way back and the guy's like legs are like in a pretzel for him. Yep. Like, oh my God. Oh no, top rope. Uh... Oh. Ooh. Nobody, oh. nobody Larry is like him. Except maybe Hansen. Well, yeah, I said he's doing a great job of selling that arm, but I really don't. Yeah. I don't think it's a sell job. <laughs> the best sells are legitimate. Oh. oh, so we just did a cutter off the rope. On- oh my god! <laughs> I would not make a good color commentary because I don't know what the fuck you call any of goddamn moves. So. I imagine the barricades are loose due to the last match with uh, Necro Butcher in it. Yeah. I don't think that was catching can wrestling. <laughs> Necro Butcher and Tyler Black. That's an interesting game. Yeah. Age of the Fall. Those two and uh, Jimmy Jacobs. Yeah, because the match was. That was an Austin Aries. Yeah. Austin Aries screwed with them and then eventually they had. Him and Jacobs feuded for it felt like two years. Like they're teaming, they're not. Aries is banging Lacey, he's not. Yeah, because yeah, Austin Aries and Jimmy Jacobs versus Black and Butcher. So yeah, you know. Yeah, I was gonna ask if Aries joined Age of the Fall at that point, but I guess not, right? He he had earlier. Okay. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of. Um, when Randy Orton joins the Wyatts, and then yeah, um, and and then it was like him and Bray versus versus Rowan and uh, Harper. Yeah, I remember that. Crazy. I'll see Rowan on Saturday. Really nice, nice. That's awesome. Nice. That's great. 
you can hear the conversation I had with Kevin Rogue on the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup brought to you by the Visionaries Global Media. I will be listening to that once uh, I finish Rogue's uh, WCW podcast. Kevin Rogue! Kevin Rogue! What you like that you like the Rock Jerry one though, huh, Brendan? Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Jerry's yeah. great, so yeah, that was good deathmatch shot. I liked it. Yeah, you guys, I mean, you obviously you got an open invitation anytime. You want to come off of the Insane Eight? I have to see because that's a crazy month for me. Okay. It's my son's birthday, uh my mom's birthday, we vacation okay. months, so those are all skippable for insane eight. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just I would. Kidding. I'd be living at Tom's oh. house. <laughs> oh. oh, all right. Man. That looks painful. Oh no. Oh, Jerry Lynn's got Nigel in the London dungeon. Oh my god, damn. God, it looked like he tapped there, but I guess almost. Not. Yeah. Jeez. Too tall. Yes. Oof. Too tall. That's two T's. <laughs> Double T. Yeah, yeah, how come? Points. Sorry, how come uh, Jerry? I mean, uh, Nigel stopped wrestling. Like too many injuries, or? Oh, he got hepatitis. Oh, okay. And now we is he clear of it? Or like, like he can never wrestle again, or? I I don't know. I, he never did. Can you can you get cleared of that? I don't know if you ask Abdul the Butcher. Yeah, that <laughs> or Bob Wharton Senior Senior. Yeah. yeah. Listen, with the amount that Abdul the Butcher cut himself up, he's lucky that's that's the oh. worst he had. <laughs> that is that is pain there. Do you guys remember his impact stint as uh, Desmond Wolf? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. An original uh, Fortune member. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that was such a good gimmick, too. I, I may have seen it because I, I I saw bits and pieces of like the early impact, especially because uh up here like our our Boston area sports channel Nesson carried it, and it's like ooh wrestling. This at the time of like Christian was there and Tyson Tomko, and I'm like, wait a minute. Oh yeah. <laughs> wait a minute, Booker T's here too. <laughs> the main event mafia days. Oh man, good times. Lots yes. of Jeff Hardy. Uh, now we need a TNA uh, podcast to do. I have all these ideas. Now that I know that there's other people out there who also like wrestling, <laughs> just like podcast, podcast. Those early shows, they, they were something. You know what? That's what that's actually I was going to say why I don't like Jerry Lynn, because um, they gave him way too much of a push in those early years with impact. And then uh, like he used to screw around it. My man AJ, a young AJ Styles, and uh, Loki all the time, and get uh, various titles. So I was like, I don't know if I like this dude so much. And also, I loved RVD and ECW. So I was like, uh, there's no way that I'm going to ever root for Jerry Lynn. But here versus Nigel, I was like, no, no, uh, Jerry might be the guy. So Jerry wasn't the last ECW champion, was he? No, that was Rhino. Okay, oh, Ezekiel Jackson. Ezekiel Jackson. Yeah. Ezekiel Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, just, I don't even watch it, but I get your ult. Oh. 
Ooh, air raid crash. Ah, I got it right. <laughs> I don't know the shit of names. Will, we haven't seen Tomas and Chomp in a while. I wonder when he's coming back. It's a good question. He made a little appearance at Final Battle, Will. That's about it, so. God, you're right, Will. That fucking hair is horrible and awesome at the same time. It's awful. It's horrendous. Oh, is that it? No. Oh, so Jerry Lynn just hit a um a uh, package pile driver on Nigel, but he got a, his foot on the rope. Oh man, I love that that's that's pile driver, the cradle pile driver, we call it. And for uh, the high fivers at home listening, I will include a link to this so you can also watch this. Um, if you like to watch along as we uh, pontificate about this. Oh, he's got him in the center there. Oh. Brown's into it, too. And they're so split, which surprises me. Yeah. I mean, Nigel still had his chance. He was so good. Oh, Oh, man. What an epic Larry that is. Good job, Todd Sinclair, running on what his name is. Hey, Will, I was going to ask if uh, if um, Nigel hits uh, Jerry with his hair, does that count as a foreign object or is it uh, perfectly legal? Oh, look at he's back there. Yeah, that's right. That's a, I don't know. That, it's, it's horrendous. Like, I remember even seeing when it was just like I would see like the like the stills and the clips when they're trying to show the DVDs of like oh here's like the best of whoever and like here's matching Nigel I'm like what the hell is that haircut like what is that <laughs> I remember trying to put my hair like that when I was ten because uh, like uh, O Town and like N Sync were the big bands like on the radio <laughs> so I was like oh I gotta try it myself and. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe girls will talk to me. It's not even just like it's spiked. It's like he's trying to, like, I don't even know what it is. There it is. Oh, one, two. Holy shit. Gentlemen, we have a new ring of honor. Oh, that's awesome. One, two, three. Oh, nice. That match felt like it flew. Yeah. Yeah. That did not feel like 20 minutes. That's what she I said. I feel like it just started. That's amazing. <laughs> that that's how I felt when I when I was watching this. I, I checked the time on the match. I'm like, oh, I wonder how much longer is left on this. I'm like, I've been watching for 20 minutes already. Like, yeah. This is it's great. This was a very good match. Yes. Well, there's Carrie Silken, of course, as always. Yep. I'm I'm sold on I'm sold on Nigel the uh, the wrestler. Yeah. 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 Even though it was 20 minutes, I felt like it like was sort of a career making moment for for both of them in a way. You know. Did they say how many matches Nigel had uh, defended that title? They they did towards the start of the match. Yeah. Does anybody remember what that was? A lot. 
I want to say it was like I think they said it was like thirty something defenses. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. I mean, you also figure these are the type it they're booked on the types of shows where you could go defend the title for like a weekend at like different promotions. You're like, oh, this is a title defense, this is a title defense. It's not like now it's like, all right, this title is going to be defended one Sunday a month. Like 545 days. A lot of days. He, uh, leading up to it too, he had the, I think that was his like third or fourth shot when he won it uh, against Morishima. Like he kept failing against them and then he finally won. God damn. Yes, yeah, Samoa Joe still got the record at 645, but he had Danielson 462. Oh, shit. I just spoiled our podcast. Tom, there's spoilers for our podcast all over the place. I know. <laughs> we we it, follow the ROH History Twitter account that <laughs> regularly. Danielson had a lot of defenses, too. He was a lot of uh, double shots. Did Jerry Lindy shut up Slayer? He is a metalhead. Yeah. Yeah. Death metal. Obviously a, a punk guy, too. The lyric being called Jawbreaker. Yeah. I mean, it's probably required, right? You you kind of have to be a punk fan if you're from from England, right? Yeah. That sounds about right. Well, because Robbie Brookside's a huge punk fan. That's right. Yeah. What's his face? Um, the guy from Fucked Up, from your neck of the woods, Eric. Uh, what's his oh, Damien Abrams. Yeah. And uh, Robbie Brookside on. They talked for like three hours. Yeah, he's he's great, Damien Abrams. Yeah. 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 If if anybody hasn't listened to it already, his turned out a punk episode with Sami Zayn is a very great listen. Awesome. Oh yeah, you sent that to me. Yeah, I listened to some of it. Good stuff. They're looking for Matt Cross too. Or yes. Talking about seeing integrity over in uh, I think Japan. I think. I hope Matt Cross's band actually like puts out material and like tours because I I'd hope that they come to like Massachusetts plays. I bought that one song they put out. Yeah. But, uh, but Jerry Lynn, uh, I do like the new fucking show chant for him. He's putting over Nigel. And uh, yeah, like you said, Brendan, man, this crowd split. Yeah. Say what you will, man. I just can fucking go. Nigel. Yeah, that did not seem like 20 minutes. No, it, it flew by. Well, thank you, Nigel Chant. Yeah, when did he retire? Uh, 2014, apparently. Just look that up now. No, because he's retired by the time we're watching. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, 2011, 2011, 2011. Sorry, my bad. Bad. Yeah, retired December 2011. I was just looking up to see if he was uh, 
so for hepatitis B, apparently you can cure it if you get a liver transplant. So I don't know if he got, uh, or if he was that sick for it. There's also medication like you have to take forever once you get it. So, because uh, I was just looking at, because um, I read, I read like a month or two ago that he was cleared apparently to like come back to the ring, but he hasn't. Him or Graves, it was one of the two of them. Graves is the Graves is cleared. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, brother's better. Thirty-eight title defenses. Wow. And not Chinsey championships. Yeah, I mean, you do the math though. That uh, he, he's defending that title like every two weeks. Yeah. Um, Champs oh. today would never. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, has MJF even defended his title since he won it? Ricky Starks. Oh, Starks. Wow. Well, uh, what you got? What you guys think? That was one hell of a match. Yeah, I'm glad I went in uh, without watching it beforehand because that lived up to the hype. You know, I was gonna say Tom said this is a really good match. I said, "Yeah, I'll watch it eventually." So Tom forced my hand, <laughs> and I had to watch it, <laughs> and uh, it was good. I feel like Jerry Lynn is a wrestler, and Nigel too. They're both wrestlers. I feel like I should know more about. Because I feel like I would really like both of them, like in their catalogs, a lot. I'm just bad about going back to like watch and listen to stuff. Yeah, because we saw we saw Jerry Lynn's last match in Ring of Honor, uh, but then he wrestled for he wrestled for like a good year after that. Still, so. I, I was going to make a joke about that at the start when you're like, "Oh, anybody have any favorite Jerry Lynn matches?" I'm like, oh, I saw this one, Tom. You might not have seen it. He wrestled uh, Mike Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eric, any, any thoughts here? Listen, I know this is your uh, fresh to you too, so. Um, I really enjoyed it, both uh, both this time and the previous two times. Uh, Nigel, I always, like, I was familiar with his work um, with with Danielson. Like, ha- um, that's the first thing that comes to mind for me is yeah. is him and, him and Danielson's trilogy. But... Uh, Earlier, I was watching a couple other matches, like him versus Steen came up on ROH Retro yeah. something. I was then, in your neck of the woods, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right up there. And I was like, this guy is so good. There's also like um, a clip of a documentary that I, I won't get the WWE Network, but apparently it's on the WWE Network of <laughs> wrestlers that could have been great the Nigel McGuinness story or something. And they have like Brian talking about him. Uh, I think Kurt Angle was talking about him. Um, I forget who the other couple people were, but it was just like the people on the people saying, you know, this is a guy who influenced me were just as bit big as him sort of thing. So, to, so to see that like his move set and what he does um, influences people it's it's like it just goes to show you uh 
what could have been, you know, and and that that's saying what could have been on WWE or or in AEW or something like that. But I mean, if you look at his indie career, he he's he's a Hall of Famer for sure. If you look at non WWE stuff, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Impact was real high on him too because he came in, he beat the crap out of Kurt Angle his first night. He went into a feud with them. I think he beat him too. So, yeah, he could have, uh, if he had kept going, he probably would have been uh, pretty high up there at one point or another. So yeah, I think. I... Yeah. Yeah, that was his first uh, program in Impact. Yeah, Kurt Angle had an open challenge, and then Nigel mm-hmm. came out as Desmond Wolf, and uh, he beat the shit out of him for like three matches. Where um, I've always, I've, I've been reading um, like PW Insider and Torch and all those uh, wrestling blogs since I was uh, really like early teens. Anyways, the reason I bring that up is because I remember uh, before Twitter, (laughs) they were saying, um, you know, he beat him up so bad that Kurt Angle is probably going to retire. And this is in like 2010. And I was (laughs) like, I was like, oh, my God, like this, like Nigel's amazing as Desmond Wolf. And then next thing you know. he he wins the tag titles and they pull him off uh, the no surrender card because he had um, uh, he he got the hepatitis or whatever and it just like uh, of course ended his career but yeah crazy uh, but yeah it's he's really one of those guys where on the one hand you're like what could have been with him but then on the other hand you're like he had a good career up to that point like. If anything, if he was healthier, he'd still be going now or potentially be retired because of a fucked up tricep. Sort of, sort of curse, by the way. Um, oh, hurt. You listen to our show, Eric. We curse all the fucking time. I thought, I thought, uh, yeah, yeah, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I, Tom, I, showed, uh, I showed my wife the clip of uh, us talking about the AC Romero song. And there was like four F bombs in the middle of that. It sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I, I worked a po- I worked on a podcast years ago when my um my basement flooded, so I was living uh, in my parents' house. The basement flooded, and the um main floor was where I was staying. So while I was doing this podcast, my parents would be beside me, and uh, they wanted the they wanted the podcast to be edgier, so they would ask us to swear. So every time they'd be like, "So Eric, what do you think?" Uh, it was a Leafs podcast, so I'd be like, curse Darcy Tucker, curse Matson, curse this, curse that, because my mother would be right beside me, so I wasn't going to swear in front of my mother. So. But, yeah, pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, with Nigel, I think um, he clearly shows that he's one of the best wrestlers. Jerry Lynn shows that, like, he can go with anybody. Like, he's 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 a pro's pro in that no, no opponent is too – uh, is bad for him. It's not like CM Punk and Ryback, where CM Punk says, I, I just can't work with Ryback. Like, I'm sure Jerry Lynn could have got something out of Ryback. Um, but yeah, he's like both these guys had no ego, as far as I know. Like, to do the job to Jerry Lynn when you've been, when your character is that cocky, arrogant heel, I could see that having like some backlash like in the back where you're like you know i don't want to do the job to this guy because he's 
at this point he's like what 45 years old so you're like and i'm in the prime of my career why would i want a job to this guy but he was like no no it's fine we'll go with this guy also i think his i think his tricep was out in like outer like further out in outer space than tom's background here but um so he needed he needed some time off Uh, it doesn't work for me brother (laughs) (laughs) he wrestled for 13 years um I mean, to put that in perspective, I mean, Stone Cold wrestled for 14. Yeah. So people forget that Stone Cold did not wrestle long, very long. So he did not. I, mean, I could definitely got his money's worth, but yeah, still, yeah. I mean, he's only 46 years old right now. So, I mean, definitely cut down it. You know, his late 30s just kind of sucks, but oof. Wow. Yeah, that was awesome. So I'll have to do some digging. Be fun because it looked like they started a couple of promos, but it'd be fun to watch these two promos back and forth. So. Yeah, I'm, well, I might have to make time to watch some uh, so, to watch some more Nigel matches. Yeah, for sure. So you get some more homework, Will. So, well, well, I want to track down that match um, I mentioned earlier, where they had uh, Cla- um, Claudio and Nigel versus versus Brian and uh, Jerry. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ring of Honor is just stacked. Anyone that this is Ring of Honor is just. Especially if you're a WWF mark, you're just you're just stupid. So, um, a couple of well, months before I this, they had a. Uh, I was at one. It was Nigel, Brian, Claudio, and Tyler Black in a four way, and it's like holy shit! Look at all this talent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking. Sorry, go go ahead. Well, I mean, Tom, Tom, go ahead. Uh, so so I was I was just thinking like you look back at that HD net era um they showed it on a on um fight network up here not to be confused with fight uh tv and um just like all the people they had in like 20 like 2009 to 11 you're like holy shit like this is you could tell them that if these guys ever got into the wwe you're like this this is going to change the industry for lack of a better phrase because like, how can you miss on half of these dudes, or even the even the women at the time? Like, they had some very uh, good women as well. But I mean, I found I found um, you can still tell in some of the language that that's uh, used from the fans and even used by the announcers that they're like a long way off from where we are right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that, that might be an understatement, so. Oh, shit, so. Well, um, gentlemen, before we pull this train to the station, I know it's late by you guys, and uh, Brennan's got to get up early and everything, but uh, <laughs> any any final thoughts? Uh, Nigel's amazing. Jerry Lynn is timeless, and the guy, he didn't age in the ring. He only, he only got better. Yeah. So, yeah, if you ever can... You know, find Nigel matches. There probably aren't probably aren't a lot of bad ones, that's for sure. And Jerry Lynn, same thing. Watch uh Jerry Lynn versus Lance Storm in their uh ECW no bump match where they didn't do a whole bump in for a whole match. So and it was still amazing. I'm good. Jesus. Yeah. Eric, you got any final thoughts? Uh great match. Um really hope that I can eventually come back on here and be as knowledgeable as the three of you. I feel like I feel like you guys are like 
like uh, the knowledge, uh, like the smartest people I know, and I need to learn more. I don't know shit. I went to wrestling college, not fucking real college. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, Will, my friend, listen, any, any final thoughts here? Uh, don't eat the old snow. <laughs> That's true. So, lemon uh, snow coats. Yeah, th- this Matlas is only the second time I've seen it. Uh, this is great. It definitely lived up to expectations. Uh, fast 20 minutes. Uh, but first and foremost, obviously, I want to thank you guys uh, for coming out and hanging out with me here for a couple hours. And obviously, you know, thanks to all our, our podcasting brethren, you know, our boys in the Shining Network, Shining Wizards Network, uh, Chad Diesel over Visionaries Gold Media. But uh, yeah, we are out and we'll talk to all the high fivers later.
best in the world.